Parashat Shlach, as we all know, starts off with the Meraglim, right? You got the, uh, the greatest people of Kaisal, 12 greatest people of Kaisal, besides from Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron Akayin, go in there to Israel to check out the land, come back, 10 of them say Hashanah, two of them don't. Kaisal goes up against, we don't want to go in, kids are, they don't go in, and Kachbarok punishes Kaisal. And they're stuck 40 years in the Midbar. So there's a few questions we have to ask. First of all, why did these people do it? Why did these 12, 10 Miraglim say Lashon Hara about it show? Why didn't they want to go in? Second of all, the Pesach says, the, when Kashbar was talking to Moshe Ben, he says, however, my Eved, Kolev, Avdi Kolev, Ekev Ha'iseruach Acheres Imoi. He went by Malachray. He was different. He had a different ruach, and he went after me. So, what about Yeshua? Yeshua also. Yeshua also didn't follow the miraculous, and he went after Hakadosh Baruch Right? So, why didn't Hakadosh Baruch talk about Yeshua? Why just about Kolev? Okay. So, when you start off with that pasuk, when you explain Avdi Kolev. Because there's a Mardik Arachayim. And it's the Gavaldiki aside, and you have to realize this. The difference between Kalev and Yeshua was very Pashat. Yeshua was able to not go after the Miraglim because Moshe Rabbeinu davened for him. And Moshe Rabbeinu added a Yud, which we'll talk about in a minute. Kalev did something else. Pasuk tells us that Kalev, Hazal tells us, that Kalev went to Hebron. Kali went to Davin at Kivi Ovis. Kali worked on himself. He had to Davin, he had to ask for Shiat Shmaya, he had to work on his Yitzhahara, he had to do his own avoid in order not to follow the Miraglim. That becomes a whole different story. Avdi Kalev, Kajbofu calls him Avdi Kalev because he worked on himself to be able to become that. Yeshua. Was also he was a great he was one of the greatest in Klaiso. He was a general who, who beat Amalekim already. He was going to be the next leader in Klaiso. But Moshe made a daven for him. The Koyashiach. So what was the what was the Miraglim's problem? Why did they decide they didn't want to go in? Why did they decide to say So there's brought down in the Svarim recognition that the Miraglim made a cheshbon. They said. One second. Over here, we're leaders. And at Shul, we might not be. We might not be the leaders. So we want to go in. That's a, a version of Gaiva. It's a Gaiva they had, but they wanted to be the leaders. Now, Gaiva, we know, Gaiva is Doiche Ragli Ashkina. Something's about Gaiva. Kosh says, I can't live with him. We're not in the same boat. If you're a Balgaiva, you think you're something, that means that there's me and God, or me and maybe not. Right? So, Gaiva takes away that realization of who you really are. An unav means you know who you are, but an unav does not mean you're a downtrodden person who lies on the ground and says, an unav means I know why I copy at Kodesh Baruch. I could say I'm great as a self-esteem thing. But I can't say 
that I'm great if know who you are knowing who you are means you know uh, I'm nothing and when the boy puts me in a, in a situation where I'm in a position I have to act that position that's not kaifa if you do properly that's the realization where Kodesh put me in the, in the world this is what he gave me now so that's who I am if he makes me a higher position I have to act like that but that's not kaifa Unless you lord it over people. That's supposed to be guy. But if I'm not lording over, I'm just doing what I have to do. Chaim. Chaim sits in his room and answers questions all day. You think he's about guy? You think he's sitting there saying, oh, I'm such a great person? No, he knows, but he knows where Kosh Baruch put him. He knows that he's the greatest in the generation. And that's where Kosh Baruch put him, and therefore that's what he has to do. He knows that. So the problem with them not wanting to go there to was a problem of guy. It's according to Sormakadashim. An interesting fact is the word gaiva equals 15 in Gematria, and the word yudke, yudhe, also equals 15 in Gematria. So when Moshe Rabbeinu added the yud onto Yeshua's name, as Zerah Shimshon says, he added the yud as taking away to fight the gaiva of the Miraglim. He added the ka. Yeshua had the, it was Hosea. So he had the hey already. He had the yud, you have 15, you have yudke, you could fight the gaiva. Kali didn't have that. When somebody works on himself with the realization of I need to bunch himself, I need that siyata deshmaya, that's an evit. That's how he realizes who he is. He realizes who he is. He says, one second, I need, I need help over here. I need help, so I'm going to go to the Kiryavis and ask for siyata deshmaya for the help that I need. There was another place that was called, somebody was called evit, Right? In last week's parsha, Lechen Avdi Moshe, my Eved Moshe. There's an interesting medrash. It's brought down. It's not in the regular medrashim. It's brought down in like uh, I forgot which which sefer. But there's a story that's brought down that there was a king who wanted to see what Moshe Benu looked like because he had a chachma called chachmas apartsuf. They would look at the face and see somebody's midas. See somebody, what, what his makeup is. He sent an artist to the Midbar. Go get, make a rendition of Moshe Rabbeinu. Let me see what he looks like. So he brought it back. The artist went, made the, made the copy, brought it back. And the king looks at it and says, he's the leader of the Jews? This guy is the angriest person in the world. He's a kaisen. He's angry. How could that be? Terence is, if that matters is true, that Moshe Rabbeinu worked on himself. He was a Midian from 20 till 80, almost 80. He worked on himself. And he went, took his kas, he took his midas, and channeled it, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and was able to become the leader of Kaisal. You're right, there are times he had to use kas, but that was only on the outside. And he got three times in the Chazal, he, was, three things were said, not, not from his name, because of kas. But he got angry. I'm not saying that was the inner anger that really was an, uh, 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 that he was really angry. But at least by chutz, on the outside, he was angry. And even that was a problem. So we see that Eved Hashem, somebody who Kosh Bochu wants to call Eved, is somebody who works on himself to realize who he really is. 
Who am I, Kapei Kodesh Baruch? Where am I holding? What, do I, what am I supposed to be doing? And that's a very big avayda. A very big realization that we have to have. No matter where we are, no matter who we are, it's not good enough to rely on our, on our, our, our even on, let's say our talents that we have, or our zuchus that we have. We have to become people who work on ourselves in order to be able to focus on a Kodesh Baruch We can be in any situation we want. The bunch of put us in that situation. We don't have a choice. Many times we don't have a choice. We, we're in situations, and the bunch of just put us there because we're puppets in his in his big in his big show with the world. But he wants to see. Let me see you where you are. Are you still my evid? Let me see what happens when I put you in this situation. Are you still going to be serving me, or are you going to go after the miragim, or are you going to do things because you think that you know I'm not? You're not going to do what Coach Borchel wants. Many times it's hard for us because we don't know what Hashem wants. We don't know. We're in a situation and we don't have Das Torah. We don't. We, you know, right now you, you you can't ask Das Torah, or you don't know who to ask, or you're in a situation where you have to make a split second decision. At that point, you have to daven. Kodesh Baruch please help me in my situation where I am now to be able to do the right thing for you want me to do for you. That's called the Ebed Hashem. And that was the Meraglim's problem. The Meraglim's problem, they didn't realize that even in itself, they probably could have been leaders. And if they wouldn't have been leaders, Kodesh Baruch didn't want them to be leaders. They're leaders in the Midbar, and when your job is over, your job is over. And that's how we have to realize, that's how we have to focus our lives. Every step of our lives, every, every, everything we do, Kodesh Baruch was orchestrated. He's orchestrating everybody we touch, everybody we speak to, everybody that we have at Shaykh, so anything that's going on, he's orchestrated it already. It's all in the plans. We're all just plans. But he, what he wants to see from us is, this is my plans, are you going to be an Hashem or not? Are you going to focus on me at all times, and therefore whenever you do anything, it's going to be the focus of, I'm looking towards what Akash Baruch wants me, and if I can't figure it out, I'm going to ask that's Tyre, and I don't know if that's Tyre, I'm going to daven. Or you're going to say, yeah, I'll do what I want, because I don't know what to do anyway. You know, this thing, I know this might be wrong, but I'll do it because I want to do it. That has to be our focus in our lives. And it's a very big lesson, I think, that we can learn from Parsha Shlach. And that's the reason why Parsha Shlach ends with Tzitzis. Tzitzis is the gematria of uh, 613. We all know the, yeah, the, the strings and the tzitzis and the, you get, you get up to the number 613. On a constant basis, we wear tzitzis. Summer, winter, wherever we are. Why we're in tzitzis? To remember the 613 mitzvahs. The 613 mitzvahs, the 613 eitzis. These are called Suggestions. How to get closer to God, how to stay constantly focused. There's a Chazal that says that there was a Tana, there was somebody who wanted to do an Avera, and his sisters came and slapped him in the face. Slap across the face. Why sisters come and slap across the face? Because sisters have to remind you to do the mitzvahs. So I have to remember, boom, sisters are going to remind me. So when you were, so the end of the parish ends with sisters. Or it tells you, you want to know how to become an Evan Hashem? 
You should always remember. Tizkru, you should remember and you should do all the mitzvahs. That's the way we get our direction to always keep ourselves focused. That we should be Oyvdi Hashem. That we should be an Evet, like Kalev and Meshavet. By wearing tzitzis. So therefore, we have to realize no matter where we are, has to be Avdei Hashem. Our tzitzis has to be reminded. We can't just wear it because hmm, what are these things on the side of me? I forgot about my tzitzis. That's why a lot of people wear them on the outside. If you wear them on the outside, it's harder to forget about the tzitzis when you're wearing them on the outside. Bring them inside and you tuck them in, forget about them. Even if you don't, even if you don't tuck them in. How, many, how often do you remember that you're wearing tzitzis? When you're wearing them, on, even when they're not tucked in, they're, on, they're, they're here on the side of your trousers. How often do you remember that you're wearing tzitzis? You don't. But if we remember that, remember what tzitzis stand for, if we'd have tchelis halavai, you know, then, uh, then you remember the sky, which remembers the kisya kavod, the yam, the sky, which goes to the kisya kavod. It's a way to keep our focus. Why don't give us a big chesed? We always wear tzitzis to keep our focus. To be able to keep our focus on a constant basis, become true of the Akadosh Baruch Hu.